0: We're analyzing Tesla's stock ticker TSLA to see if this great business is on sale. Tesla's down considerably from its all-time highs. With this decline, are you getting Tesla for a good deal? We're using the select six analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for Tesla. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Tesla's stock performance. Right now, Tesla trades for $256.60 per share. Year-to-date, Tesla's been one of the best stocks in the S&P 500. They're up 137%. Their stock price has more than doubled, they're beating the market. In the last 5 years, this is also true for Tesla, they're compounding at 63% annually. Their stock price has more than 10x in this time alone. In the last 10 years, Tesla's compounding at 41% annually. Since being publicly listed just under 13 years ago, Tesla's compounding at 50% annually. Their stock is up 161 times. It's safe to say Tesla's one of, if not the best performing stock in this time frame. Right now, Tesla trades $50 below their 52 week high. The company is $150 above their 52-week low, just under 3% of their shares are sold short. Tesla is a huge business, they have a $797 billion enterprise value. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Tesla? Founded in 2003 and based in Palo Alto, California, Tesla is a vertically integrated sustainable energy company that also aims to transition the world to electric mobility by making electric vehicles. The company sells solar panels and solar roofs for energy generation, plus batteries for stationary storage for residential and commercial properties, including utilities. Tesla has multiple vehicles in its fleet, which include luxury and mid-size sedans and crossover SUVs. The company also plans to begin selling more affordable sedans and small SUVs, a light truck, a semi-truck, and a sports car. Global deliveries in 2022 were a little over 1.3 million vehicles. Now that we have this background, let's get into the numbers. Metric number one, we want Tesla's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14% the average business earns about 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this builds in margin of safety based off the quality of the business. Tesla's returns on capital have increased in all five of these years. They earned 26.5% returns in their last fiscal year. In their last 12 months, they've earned 23% returns. In a given year, Tesla's earned 9.3% returns on capital. Again, these have been very lumpy, but increasing in all five of these years. So this may be underselling it for the business, while still a couple percent Percentage points above average. That's below our benchmark, meaning this is an X on metric number one. However, Tesla's trending in the right direction. Metric number two, we're looking for growth in the business. We want to see five-year revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. All three of these have to be up for this to be a check. We're also including their numbers over their last 12 months. Tesla's growth may be second to none. Their revenues have quadrupled. They're up four times. Their net incomes have gone from being negative to now they're very positive. That's the same story with their free cash flows compared to 2018. All three of these are up huge. This is our first check of the day, a huge one at that on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking at Tesla from the view of an individual shareholder. We want to see earnings per share growth in the last five years. That's been the case as their earnings have gone from being negative to positive and are up huge. Keep in mind, Tesla's diluted shareholders by 36% during this time. They issued a lot of shares when the company traded at very high valuations, which could have benefited long-term shareholders if they raised money by issuing shares at a price much higher than their intrinsic value. Share buybacks and raises can either create or destroy value for shareholders, which is why capital allocation is so important. With their huge earnings growth, this far outpaces their shareholder dilution. This is a check on metric number three. Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years. A similar story here, their free cash flows are up massively. This far outpaces their 36% shareholder dilution. This is another check on metric number four. Recapping where we stand currently, Tesla has three checks and only one X through four metrics. But there's still one vital piece missing. You might think nailing returns on capital and having good growth is the key. We even touched on the one thing that I believe sets wonderful businesses apart, which is having these without using a lot of debt. In metric number five, we want Tesla's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow they produce summed up in the last five years. Right now, Tesla has negative net debt, meaning they have cash left over after paying off their debt. They have a $16.8 billion cash cushion on their balance sheet. Tesla's produced $16 billion of free cash flow in their last five years. Not only does Tesla have this cash cushion, they also generate a lot of free cash flow. This is another big check on metric number five. Tesla seems to be in a strong financial position. Now it's time to get into our valuation methods. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Tesla's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two ways we'll be using to estimate a fair value for Tesla. Right now, Tesla has a nearly $800 billion enterprise value this accounts for both their net debt position and their market cap. It looks at Tesla similar to it being a private company. Tesla produced $16 billion of free cash flow in their last five years, meaning they produce about $3.2 billion in an average year. When that's divided by their nearly $800 billion enterprise value, we only get a 0.4% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Tesla produced $5.8 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their $800 billion, dollar enterprise value. That gives us a 0.7% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of those are well below the yield of the 10-year treasury, even farther below the risk premium we'd be seeking, meaning this is an X on metric number six. Don't just throw Tesla out, we want to come to a more concrete estimate of Tesla's fair value per share. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's still something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Tesla, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate a fair value per share for Tesla. A DCF model is based off the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with an average of Tesla's last three years worth of free cash flow, then growing these into the future using historical assumptions. It's up to you to figure out if this is accurate or not for the business. Assuming they grow their three-year average free cash flows at a rate of 28% annually for the next 10 years, then in the decade from there, that this growth rate is cut in half and they're growing these at 14% annually, some pretty generous growth assumptions. If we add in their tangible book value, which gives an estimate of their net worth, if we're seeking a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett's looking for, from today's valuations, an estimate of Tesla's fair value per share is only around $77.5. That's down huge from their current stock price, down by about two-thirds. There are key points you need to keep in mind. Tesla has had low business predictability in their past, in part because of their recent rapid growth. These growth assumptions are quite generous for the business. At the end stage of this growth, if this would happen, Tesla would be an insanely huge business. You need to figure out if this will be realistic for the business or not. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with a financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute. We'll talk about our final rating for Tesla, but we have to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative aspects of their business are just as important. What are they? Looking at the factors supporting a potential long thesis, Number one, through the combination of its industry-leading technology and unique supercharger network, Tesla offers the best function of any EV on the market, which could result in it maintaining its market leader status as EV adoption increases. Number two, Tesla could see higher profit margins as it reduces unit production costs over the next several years. Number three, Tesla has the potential to disrupt the automotive and power generation industries with its technology for EVs, AVs, batteries, and solar generation systems. But we'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negatives of the business as well, looking at the factors supporting a potential short thesis. Number one, solar panel and battery prices could decline faster than Tesla can reduce costs. Resulting in little to no profits for the energy generation and storage businesses. Number two, Tesla's reliance on batteries made in China for its lower price Model 3 vehicles will hurt sales as these autos will not qualify for U.S. subsidies. Number three, traditional automakers and new entrants are investing heavily in electric vehicle development, which could result in Tesla seeing a decline in sales growth and being forced to cut prices due to increased competition, which would erode profit margins. There you have it for a balanced perspective of the qualitative factors of Tesla's business. Now it's time to give our rating. In analyzing Tesla's stock ticker TSLA, we learned Tesla potentially has the signs of being a great business in the making. They're earning increasingly high returns on capital. They've experienced huge growth. Management seemed to issue shares when the company was at very high valuations, which could benefit long-term shareholders through that cash raise. Tesla is sitting on a cash cushion and they've generated cash flows in all of the last four years and in their last 12 months. Their cash flows are also growing. It's worth reiterating this analysis is not financial advice. However, Tesla did not look attractive on a free cash flow to enterprise value yield compared to the yield of the 10-year treasury when we performed our discounted cash flow analysis. From today's valuations, if you're seeking a 15% rate of return and believe the assumptions, an estimate of Tesla's fair value per share is only around 77 dollars 5 Tesla last traded at those levels in summer of 2020, That's down a lot from their current stock price. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, Tesla looks like a moderate candidate for further research. It has the makings of a great business, but its stock still reflects lofty expectations for the business. Again, this is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security, consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about Tesla, and let me know what business you want me to look at next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about Tesla with me and have a great day.